The award-winning California Sportsman is your source for the most current and accurate information on fishing California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean. And we'll bring you the latest in hunting and outdoor opportunities, too. California Sportsman with Seb Hendrickson is brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. And is sponsored in part by Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Lawrence Electronics, and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Seth Hendrickson. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to California Sportsman. It's Saturday, December 2nd already, and it's wet outside. Kent Brown this morning said, light little drizzle out there. Yeah, like a Florida storm coming across the causeway this morning, blowing me lane to lane in puddles of water that love to change the direction of my vehicle. Please be careful We're talking out there. like a kokanee fisherman, for God's sakes. It wasn't that rough. Either that or a bass fisherman going down boat first, doing donuts down That's the freeway. That's how this we kind do of, things. But uh, go ahead. Go ahead with your intro. Couple, Sorry to interrupt. I know a couple of those guys that have done that. That's with, right. With one of my old trucks, as a matter yeah, of fact, yeah. come to think of it. But we have got a show full of action for you today. We're going to take you live on the water into San Francisco Bay, out the gate, all over the place, if... They can get out in the conditions we're experiencing today. We're going to climb on board the real magic out of Bodega Bay after checking in with a California Don and Captain James Smith. Then we're heading up to Crescent City, the Brookings area. We're going to hook up with Captain Steve Huber, who said, we got nine inches of rain coming tomorrow, Sep. There's no chance of me going out in the boat. We'll find out what's going on up there and what nine inches of rain will mean to the Checo, to the Smith, and all of our coastal rivers up there, salmon and steelhead time. Alan Fong from Alan Fong Outdoors and Fisherman's Warehouse Stores is live in the studio with us this morning for a major segment. We're going to be talking about stripers, crappie fish, and all kinds of stuff, including his pending retirement. He's going to be retiring pretty soon. And we'll tell you what he's going to be doing next. Captain Jay fishing. That's what all old retired guys do. We love it, too. And he's enjoying every minute of it. Wait till he gets some four and five pounders. He'll never go back to bass fishing. Captain Jay Lopes from Right Hook Sport Fishers out chasing sturgeon today. We'll be live with him. John Kirk from the International Sportsman has more attractions at the International Sportsman's Expo to share with you. Lots of hard work going in. I saw he was working till 11 o'clock last night sending out info. And it will be a great show, I guarantee it. Randy Pringle's going to be live in the blind with us. No, he's not. He's going to do our pro tip of the week because Steve Carson is out running around today. He's gone to Shogun for an eight-day trip. He'll be checking back with us in about two weeks. And we'll hook up with Captain Rick Powers out of the new sea angler out of Bodega Bay. He'll check in with us next hour to tell us everything's going on. Then we'll check in Striper and Sturgeon Fishing with Ricky Acosta. Nate Kelsch up at Comanche. I'll bet he's on the couch today with the rains I drove through this morning and of course dave hurley the editor of western outdoor news hooks up with us to give you more opportunities near the end of the show let's waste no time let's climb on board the california dawn with captain james smith and find out what's going on obviously he's heading out this morning and i can hear the noise good morning captain hey good morning Seth. tell us about it what's been going on this week with the strange weather we had and what's the forecast looking like for you and the california dawn team this week well, I tell you what, we had uh, we had some bumpy weather this week. I'm just going to say that much. We did make it out uh, about four days this week, maybe five. We took yesterday and the day before off due to high winds. But uh, let me tell you, it's still lights out. One fish drifting for rockfish, and then once through the gear, and we've been on our way in early. Uh, a couple days there, we tied up by 1 o'clock in the afternoon, 
And that's saying a lot when you're doing close to a 100-mile round trip plus pulling hoops. That just tells you how good the fishing's been and how good the crabbing's been. It's just been it's still phenomenal. Well, you've really got some benefit going on right now with the continued delays for the commercial crab guys not being able to get on the water. Once they drop all their pots and everything after the whales move out, they're going to vacuum the bottom for us, no question about it. But, boy, what great opportunities for the sport fishermen to get out now. Yeah, right? I mean, you know, it's a blessing in disguise for, for the sport guys. The whales show up. The commercial guys can't go out. They can't set here because they're worried about whale entanglement. But gives a lot of opportunity to the average recreational fisherman to go out, load his hoops up, and load up on the crab. And I'll tell you what, they've been really big this season. A very pleasant surprise. Every year there's fluctuations in, in amounts of crab available, and there's also size differences. Certain years they're small. Certain years they're big. This is an up year. This is very much an up year where three years ago I would go through my gear sometimes three times pulling up to 180 hoops this year so far. Um, it's for the same amount of crab. It's only taken about 25 hoops. So it's pretty impressive out there. If you get a chance to show up on a party boat or take your own boat out, it's totally worth it. And, and you know, everybody's getting limits lights out fishing well the closer it gets to the uh, holidays here for christmas and everything folks are going to want to load up a lot of people want to get out and get crab to have it as a special little treat for all their christmas adventures and gatherings that they've got going on james what's the next week looking like as far as weather's boating you know i think we we went through the worst part of it right now we're basically had a storm hovering off off the coast pulled a lot of east wind from the bay area here that east wind has subsided. We had northwest for two days. Today we got a tiny bit of weather this morning, and then it lays out to no wind by 10 o'clock. So it's a go-do-it weekend and also a go-do-it week. Our whole week looks very promising weather-wise. So I don't think weather is going to play in a factor this week. It's just the uh, if the interest still remains high, we'll have trips going uh, literally every day. So it's still it's still go-do-it right now, and this is the week to go. Well, the the place you guys have been targeting, the Rittenberg Bank, that must be absolutely a huge area out there because everybody I talk to that fishes, it says it's lights out, it's over quick, it's immediate limits for everybody out there. Is it a vast area with a lot of opportunity or is it just a couple of small mounds out there? No, it's actually it's actually a couple of, well, there's a couple of high spots out there where we typically target the lane cod. There's also excellent rock cod fishing on, but, you know, for the most part, We've been uh, we've left Rittenberg alone so far this crab combo season. We fished up there a handful of handful of days where we targeted reds for the groups that really wanted to get red rockfish. There's lots of them. We've been focusing mainly on the North Islands. It's uh, it's about six miles round trip, a little closer for us, and the fishing's just as phenomenal. But yeah, Rittenberg, it, it's there's a lot of small mounds here and there, but every Every mound just seems like it has really good-sized fish on it. And, and if you're a fan of reds, that's a great place to go. There's a lot of a lot of red stuff on the bottom. You go down to the bottom, and it's pretty much instantaneously. You're going to get a bite or fish or a hookup. So pretty exciting stuff up there in Rittenberg. But the North North Island is, uh, has been off the hook, so, so, so to speak. It's been really good fish in there. Well, one last thing to check. We'd be remiss if I didn't ask you, what are you hearing from your cronies out there and those guys made out of stainless steel that are still going out for bluefin tuna? Well, I, my buddy Tanker City, um, he did manage a couple of fish last week. 
I know weather hampered him from going out this week. I know a couple of guys had a few trips on the books, but those uh, those tuna are they're saying aloha. They're heading south for the winter. I, I pretty much think we've seen the last of them this year. They may be a few stragglers, but uh, but they put away your tuna gear till next year and uh, polish up those hooks because those guys look look like they hit the road. Yeah, well, if they come back again, there's going to be plenty of people looking for them. There's no question about that. Folks, James Smith has just outlined some of the greatest fishing opportunities you've got right now, especially leading up to the holiday season. If you want to have some fun and at the same time get yourself a mess of great table fare, you need to book a trip. James, tell them how they can do exactly that. Sure. The number here, 510-417-5557. Reach us on the web at CaliforniaDawn.com. Also on Facebook and Instagram. Come check us out. And hey, Seb, by the way, I dropped another one of your favorite videos. We uh, had a dive light and a hoop, stuck it down 200 feet. I released some more clips this week here. Pretty interesting stuff. Worthwhile going over to the page. Check it out. It's uh, pretty exciting footage. Captain James Smith, more of the California Dawn. Make sure you get out there and get booked. Give him the phone number real quick, James. 510-417-5557. Come check us out. All right, partner. Thanks for checking in with us. You have a great day. We'll check in with you next time, my friend. Take care. Thanks, guys. Have a great show. You know how it works. There's a whole lot more show right around the corner. We're taking that quick break, and then we're coming to Bodega Bay. We're climbing on board with Kimberly Berger right after this on The Real Magic. to share in the excitement of a world-class fishing experience, a fishing getaway with friends, or a tour of San Francisco Bay or Northern California's coast? With over 35 years of experience fishing the bay and coastal waters, Captain James Smith and the professional crews of the California Don 1 and California Don 2 will put you in the action. The 50-foot Cal Don 1 and the 55-foot Cal Don 2 Catamaran both offer a great fishing platform for comfort, efficiency, and the smoothest of rides on the water. Specializing in live bait potluck trips, California Don boats are powered by twin diesel engines with the latest and greatest in marine electronics sonar and safety equipment heated cabins comfortable seating full galleys with hot meals and restroom facilities make the caldon one and two the, the most comfortable fishing charters available seasonally fishing halibut stripers sturgeon shark salmon rockin lingcod and of course crab there are those moments of special opportunity for bluefin tuna albacore white sea bass and other exotics coming within reach and the captain will announce any planned trips for those species. This is Captain James Smith. If you're ready for our great on-the-water fishing experience, look no further. Give me a call at 510-417-5557. I'd love to show you Bay Area fishing at its finest. To book a trip or find out more about the ultimate fishing experience on either the Caldon 1 or Caldon 2, give them a call at 510-417-5557 or check them out on the web at CaliforniaDawn.com. Hi, this is Seth to tell you about my favorite car dealership and the reason why I won't go anyplace else for a new or used vehicle or for service for that matter. It's the people, well-trained, knowledgeable employees, top-notch service department professionals, and the best pricing on new and used vehicles. Where? Only at Ron Duprat Ford, just off I-80 and next door to our friends at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Don't get hung up in that big city shuffle. Head to Dixon and check out Ron Duprat Ford. You'll love
love that small town atmosphere with no hassles and no closers. I know I sure do. Family owned and operated since 1956, it's one of the very few dealerships to receive the President's Award for excellence in customer service and sales. When it comes time for you to purchase a new vehicle or to solve a problem with one you've already got, go to the best. Ron DuPrat Ford and Dixon, the number one Ford parts and service department in Northern California. It's where I go for all my needs, sales or service. Take the short drive from high prices. Check first with Ron DuPrat Ford and Dixon. Find out more at rondupratford.com or call toll free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy any place else? Kingfisher Boats has become the standard for sportsmen who value toughness, ride, comfort, and great fishability. And Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon is your heavy gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Featuring the full line of Kingfisher Boats. The offshore, coastal, sport, or river jet series boats from 16 to 35 feet are designed for saltwater, freshwater lakes, or river fishing. And God Fishing Marine's trained sales staff will help you select exactly what you need when it comes to power and accessories. Kingfisher's clean lines, classy paint choices, stainless accents, diamond plating, stylish interiors and storage, all add up to the highest quality boat on the market today. Learn more at God Fishing Marine in Dixon, gfmarine.com, or kingfisherboats.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. A lot going on out there in the world. A lot of weather blowing through this morning. It uh, says a little light showers. Apparently, uh, that light shower hung over me and dumped on the way in. And I hope all of you have the opportunities to get out there and have a great time on the water, whether you're fishing freshwater lakes, walking around looking for crappie in the trees in the Delta, or just having a good old time kicking back by the fireplace this morning, like I thought about as I was driving in through pouring rain this morning. Let's head to Bodega Bay right now, and let's go have some fun. We're going to climb on board the Real Magic and hook up right now with Captain Kimberly Berger on board. Good morning, Kim. Good morning, Seth. Well, what's going on out there? You guys are have a late start today. You're not going to be heading out till after 7 o'clock this morning, but the crabbing has been phenomenal this year. Tell our listeners what's going on and how simple it can be. Yeah, we have so much fun out on the Real Magic. We come out with the kids, the family. A lot of parents bring their kids out just to get them out of the electronics, and uh, we bring them on the Real Magic. We put them to work, and uh, those kids glow. They absolutely love it. And when we pull in that first crab pot and it's just full of, you know, big, beautiful Dungeness crab. Their eyes light up. They get so excited. We throw the crab ring on the boat and pull out the crab. And, you know, we got uh, 16 of them out there and we limit out. We've uh, knock on wood have not been uh, not limited out yet. It's just an awesome day. A lot of parents are just so surprised, you know, to see their kids actually doing something and working and having fun. It's a, it's an amazing family trip. you got to get your family out here. You know, I've seen a lot of parents that need to put those phones down, too. Marilyn and I were in a restaurant the other day, and there were four people sitting there. They weren't even talking. They all had their phone going in the, at their table at the same time. Yeah. It's a it's amazing how people get tied up and stuff like that when they can get involved in catching a great fish and having a great crab and everything else going on up there. How far are you having to travel to get into the crab? Yeah, we go right up to the Russian River. It's not too far for us. We kind of cruise up there, give everybody a good time, point out some, uh, you know, the the seals along the way, the sea lions, the birds. Um, go around the corner, you know, try to get everybody involved with nature. And uh, it's about a 45-minute trip up there. We drop the crab pots. We hang around, do some more tour. Uh, 
echo tours again and then uh, pull the crab pods. And it's about four hours. We're limited out, coming back to dock, getting our second trip in about 11 to noon. Well, that's one and, of the uh, things I was going to ask you about. A lot of people don't like to get up and go out <laughs> at 6 or 7 o'clock in the morning. I think, well, you know, 11 o'clock would be pretty good. But you're accommodating that, aren't you? A quickie crab run out later on in the day, too. Absolutely, absolutely, and it's fun. You know, it's even fun when we get back to the docks because we cook and clean the crabs when we come back from the second one, and we get those kids involved. We have a crab guillotine. It's an awesome little tool, and those kids love it. You know, we get them out there and get them a little dirty and cook up the crab, and then they get to eat what they caught right there in front of them. You know, you crack that first crab leg and chew on it and let the kids see it, and they get all excited, grab a crab leg and, you know, chew on it too. It's just amazing for them to get out and you know, get into life. And, well, who's holding and, the melted butter for them, for God's sakes? We can't yeah, have them just uh, eating crap straight like that. Butter, uh, red sauce, but, yeah. all the good stuff that goes with it. Oh, uh, I try to talk about I love butter, too, but sometimes. But that fresh Dungeness crab right out of the pot just by itself, there's nothing better. We have the best crab in the world. You know, I had an opportunity to sample that. Apparently, <laughs> one of those Grubhub cars came by and left an ice chest on my driveway. <laughs> And I understand yeah. <laughs> you were driving that Grubhub, but the Crab Hub stopped by and visited Marilyn and I, and uh, we appreciate it very, very much. Uh, my family enjoyed it, and so did my extended family. So it was a, awesome. a great thing. And like I told you, I've got that empty ice chest sitting there for you. You might want to come by and pick it up someday. A little more advanced notice we then. Might. Are you going to be in Dixon in the next five minutes to well, pick I, up some crab would have been appreciated. I, I told her, you know, oh, it's a simple God. thing. I usually meet people on the freeway. They don't deliver crab to my house. So I thought, oh, you know, yeah. on the freeway, it looks like a drug deal going down. It's always a lot better that, yeah. And it's probably better that she dropped off all the drugs, oh, you know, crab and dungeness drugs right there on my Steve front Carson door. Steve Carson and I used Stay to swap. Yeah, Steve Carson and I used to swap little, you know, freezer shrink wrap packages on the side of the highway. Hey, dude. It looked a little I suspicious. Did, I'm sorry to go off on this, but listen to this little story. No. We were shooting pigs one day, and we chopped up all the pigs, had it all wrapped and done and taken care of at the butcher shop. We pick it all up. Then a couple of days later, we meet at a gas station in Vallejo, and we're tossing what could go wrong here? packages of <laughs> white wrapped stuff from boat to boat. We had a crowd around us like yeah, you would not believe. Exactly right. Well, I suggest any time you can have a delivery made to your front door, it's the way to go. And I'd like to thank the Real Magic Grubhub Run for that wonderful gift. Thank you so much. You know, that's, welcome, that Dad. kind of excitement and fun is what everybody has when they go out crabbing like that. I don't think people that haven't ever done it know what the feeling is like when everybody on board the boat is hanging over the same side and looking at it and seeing the colors change and that pot break through the water. And it's like, oh, just... That, that awe that everybody says is exactly what happens. Absolutely is. It's so much fun. You need to get your family out here if you haven't. And it's an easy, simple trip. You know, we don't get we, – we try to keep, you know, the days to good days. We didn't go out yesterday because it was rough. Um, moved that crew around. We got a full load this weekend. And right now, people don't realize that Bodega Bay, our winters, we have the most beautiful days. I'm on the Real Magic right now without a jacket or a sweater. It is absolutely gorgeous out here today. Well, I know you guys are going to have a blast. I know you'll have a quick trip, and then you'll have another quick trip right after that. Folks, if you'd like to go a little later, give them a call and you get on the second trips. I'm sure they do it on the weekends, and they may do it during the week if they have enough interest in it. Kim, give them all the Absolutely. hookup information they need so they can find out more about the Real Magic and make sure they get on board and get their share of crab before the holidays start. Yeah, so uh, Real Magic Sport Fishing Charters um, and 707-875-BOAT. 
That's 707-875-BOAT. Give us a call. We'd love to get you out there for some crab. Kim, you guys have a great time out there. If you start getting into crab before we get off the air, let us know about it. Give us a shout back. Awesome. 10 for I'll do that, Seth. Kimberly Berger on board The Real Magic. Have a great time up in Bodega Bay. And, folks, you should be heading up that way, too. Thanks for joining us, Kim. We'll talk to you again next week. Thank you, Seth. All right. They're getting everything all set and ready to go out there. Speaking of all set and ready to go, if you thought that there was going to be, like, nine, ten inches of rain come through today where your house was, what would you be doing, Mr. Brown? Duck hunting. <laughs> no doubt about it. Well, I don't think this guy's duck hunting, but I think he's definitely closely watching the weather. I called my good friend Steve Huber. I don't know if he was in Brookings or Crescent City when I talked to him. That's the story when you got a couple of harbors that you can fish out of. Nine inches of rain was expected for this weekend up there. Let's check in live and find out what that's going to do to the Checko, to the Smith, to the salmon fishing, to steelhead fishing, and to just general fishing out in the ocean. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning, guys. Captain Steve Huber yeah. joins us live. Tell us about what's coming your way, my friend. Uh, we got one push, came in, and brought the river up to about 1,400. And by the time it's going to finish on Sunday, we'll be at 14,000 out of the checkout. So add 10,000 to it. So uh, it's going to give it a good flush. It's going <laughs> to. You think? All those, um, what's that? You think it's going to give it a good flush? 10 <laughs> feet of flush. water running through? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, yeah, 10,000 more feet going to be cubic feet per second going to be moving through this thing. So, you're going to need a bigger uh, oar. Steve, you're yeah, going to need a bigger oar. He's going to need a 200 horsepower boat. on a drift boat is what he's going to need. Well, Steve, how long? Yeah. I know those rivers are relatively fast clearing. The Smith clears faster than the Checo and everything else up there. But what kind of time frame do you think it's going to be before guys are going to start seeing some steelhead popping up? I'm going to be as soon as the river drops back. And right now it's looking like Tuesday or Wednesday next week. So it's, 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 this is that well needed stuff, you know, we're going to, we're going to put the cover on the Willie 25 footer and yeah, Ken, we're going to take 225 horses and we'll probably poke up into the rogue and uh, go sit on anchor and wait, wait to see what the steelhead are going to do. But um, as soon as the river drops down with Smith, we look for, about nine feet, and the checko we look for below 5,000 before we get the, the drift boats going again. So, yeah, we'll be, we'll be moving back and forth here and there, and if they open up the crab pots so we can go back to pots, then we'll we'll go drop some more crab pots down at Crescent City. So. Well, that's, a, that's <laughs> the nice thing you've got going. You can work out of Crescent City, California, or you can rake, work out of Brookings, Oregon, up there in your two locations. You know, it, centrally located like that, you got the best of all the worlds, don't you? Yeah, you know, we can we can go to just about wherever we need to within, you know, an hour drive, you know, plus or minus, you know, from the Smith all the way uh, to the Rogue. And so we just kind of move where the fish are. And uh, if you got, can't adapt, uh, you, you're stuck. And so we try to make everybody's accommodation, you know, you know, everybody tries to plan these trips out in advance and especially during the holiday season right here and. You know, a couple of the trips we couldn't get out because the river was too low, and everybody's like, "It's too low," and now it's too high. So, um, that's well, Goldilocks, Goldilocks yeah. will make sure it's just right here pretty soon. You can bet on that. It's you know, when it yeah, gets perfect, absolutely. these guys are going to be out there. They're going to be like <laughs> flies on stink. They're going to be all over that river searching for these giant steelhead. The river's famous for. Is the Smith still producing a little bit larger fish in the Checo? 
Uh, guy that's about 50-50 right now, you know. They're they're starting to do a little bit more on the Smith and moving some of these hatchery fish up to the top and releasing them out of the forks instead of down below. And, you know, the Checo's got the broad stock program where, you know, we put our wild fish in the pens and then they take them down to, up to the elk and they, they raise these things at the elk and then they come back and release them up top. And um, both programs, you know, see a lot of fish. Um, you know, both rivers see a lot of pressure. So, um, you know, it's 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 the best of both worlds. You know, we when the river's too high, we're over on the Smith because the Smith will clear faster, definitely. And then when that check goes good, we like to get that up for permit. Get up in that wild and scenic area where there's only 18 permits left up there. And uh, no motors, just oars. So it gets back into, you know, what I, I, I enjoy is, as drift boat fishing so well i know you enjoy it because i've fished with you many times on the drift boat doing the trinity river experience with you folks this is your great opportunity to get up there and have some of the best fishing around steve will get you into fish no question about it and steelhead fishing this is a world-class opportunity for steelhead 20 pounders are available every single year that are popping up there fishing the teens or they're all over the place, and you'll catch some smaller ones too. But it is a strong, viable fishery. If you'd like to get up there and really experience what steelhead fishing is all about, book a trip with Steve. Steve, give them all the hookups they need to get out there and have some fun. Sure, you can reach me toll-free, 866-531-FISH. Check us out on the web at stevehubersguideservice.com. And we're in the process of loading 300 new videos up to our YouTube station. So... I think there's a hundred up there right now, and so um, we're going through some of the old stuff, lo- loading it up. Folks, if that doesn't get you excited, the videos will. Steve, thanks for hooking up with us today. We appreciate it. Have a great time. Stay dry, my friend. Stay dry. Have a great show. Thank you. Take care. You guys know how it works. There's a lot more show right around the corner. We'll be right back after this quick break. Jay Lopes of Right Hook Sport Fishing invites you to climb aboard his 26-foot Parker, the Right Hook, berthed at Martinez, for an enjoyable day or night of fishing on the productive sturgeon and striper waters of Sassoon Bay and the Delta. One of the fastest six-pack boats around, the Right Hook has a fully enclosed heated cabin that easily accommodates up to six anglers, fully rigged with all the marine electronics and high-quality fishing gear you'll need. Right Hook Sport Fishing keeps their clients in the action, moving seasonally from the ocean to the bays. Halibut, stripers, sturgeon, rockfish, salmon, or albacore, whatever the quarry, wherever it hides, Captain Jay Lopes will get you there and back in comfort and safety. Give him a call at 916-417-5670 and book a trip now. Or check him out on the web at righthooksportfishing.com. Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new 
line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at bodegatackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll catch more fish. France is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Lowrance offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive Advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lowrance Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish-holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. Attention all California boaters and water enthusiasts. Did you know that quagga and zebra mussels pose a serious threat to our waters and fisheries? All registered vessels operating in fresh water within the state are required to display mussel fee stickers to help prevent the spread of these invasive mussels. By following the regulations and obtaining your mussel fee sticker, you can play a crucial role in protecting our waterways from these harmful invaders. It's easy to get and it only costs $16 for two years and you're helping to keep quagga and zebra mussels out of our lakes and reservoirs. Stickers can be purchased online at dmv.ca.gov right slash mussel fee or at your local DMV or AAA office. All freshwater boat owners must have the mussel fee stickers on their boats to operate legally on California's lakes and reservoirs. For more information, check out dmv.ca.gov right slash mussel fee. Let's all work together to keep California's waters clean and beautiful. It's time for RVing and Destination, sponsored by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has cared for their customers with warm, personal attention and high standards of product and service excellence. They offer customers great value in pricing on industry leaders such as Jayco, Winnebago, Newmar, and many more. You'll be amazed by the selection of new and used RVs, toy haulers, fifth wheels, trailers, and motorhomes, and the huge inventory to choose from. Recipient of the West Coast Dealer of the Year and multiple Best of Awards, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has become one of Northern California's highest volume RV dealers. And now, here's Sepp with another great reason to be outdoors and RVing. It's a very exciting day. You've just signed the papers, you have the keys, and you're on your way home in your new 32-foot motorhome. So, where are you going to park it? In your driveway would be simple and efficient. It's easy to access, easy to load and unload and keep clean. You can keep a close eye on it. It's secure and saves storage costs if your driveway is long enough. But it gets even more complicated. Most neighborhoods have rules and regulations, and some homeowners associations generally discourage parking RVs in general. They can limit the size of the vehicle, how long you can park it or where you can store it, and they might even demand you hide it from street view. It gets better. You might be able to park overnight, but not long-term, or you can't block driveways, mailboxes, or fire hydrants. 
Using an RV storage facility does offer some benefits. It frees up space in your yard and your driveway, and it has good security measures, including surveillance cameras, gates, and guards, but you're going to pay for it. It'll be costly. One more thing, check with your insurance agent to ensure good coverage, whether the RV lives at your home or in a storage facility. Having the ability to park your RV at home is undeniably appealing and the most convenience there is. But check it out and be aware of what's going on to provide space for that new unit. And you won't have to wipe that smile off your face. Taking off in that motorhome will always be a happy time. Hit the road and enjoy it. And when you return, make sure you park it in the right place. Stop by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome on Highway 120. Check the full inventory of new and used RVs, trailers, motorhomes, and the huge retail store and showroom with parts and accessories. The state-of-the-art service facility is one of the largest in the western states, featuring 30 bays to get you up to speed and back on your way RVing. Review the entire inventory at the MantecaTrailer.com website with photos and pricing, or better yet, stop by and take a look. Low prices, huge selection, great service. There's no need to look any further. Further, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome, catering to sportsmen around the West. We're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca! With decades of experience fishing Northern California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean, YouTube's Alan Fong Outdoors brings the outdoors and fishing directly to you. It's your opportunity to learn from one of the best in the West. Here's Alan Fong, the Rod Father. Good morning, Mr. Fong. What are you up to lately? Good morning. How you doing? A little fishing? Have you? Did you have no, a little uh, few days of running around? I've been out a lot. I know. The fishing is just off the hook right now. You know, you say off the hook a lot. Shall we just say wide freaking open, folks? Wide open. You know, it's the stripers, uh, you know, they come into Delta, make the winter their home. And I'd say from Pittsburgh to Rio Vista, they're just everywhere. Well, I had hunter fish days twice last week. I was watching Alan Fong Outdoors on YouTube and uh, got your second notice, that, or the second film that came up this week, and just had a great time watching the whole thing. Very informative stuff going on out there. And those of you that don't know, Alan's going to be retiring in a few years, and he's kind of spilling few his... years. Yeah, a few days. <laughs> yeah, he, he, after many years, he's <laughs> retiring. But... You know, there's so much information that he's got to share with everybody, and that's what he's doing right now. He's really laying it out there for you. When he says stripers are wide open, they're not wide open in every area out in the Delta. They're in specific areas for specific reasons. They're chasing the bait, aren't they? Yeah, they they make the Delta their home. You know, they've moved in from the bay, and they'll make the Delta their home all through winter until the water temperatures warm up where they start going up river to spawn. So they're making this area out there. You know, they're as we get more rain, it gets a little off color there, and then they move more north because it stays clear. And as it, the dirtier the water gets, the further north they go. So what would you call this, South Delta right now? Uh, just Central Delta. You know, I was um, Tuesday and Wednesday I went out, and obviously, you know, I've over, been doing this all my life, so I know where to go, where the tides are. So we started off spooning, and – 28 to 30 feet we were actually traveling down the sack river over there by sherman and i looked at the meter and i was going 45 miles an hour i saw some red arches <laughs> so i just slowed down turned around started grafting 
put my trolling motor down, told everybody to put spoons on, turn the live on. I said, oh, my God, get ready. And three of us dropped down. Three fifth. You couldn't take them off fast enough. These for were probably not, two hours. These are not dinks. These are not no, they're, barely they're, legals. There's are... some dink. There's a lot of dinks. Um, there, we caught some that were like four inches long, but you have to go through them. You might catch a hundred fish and catch twenty keepers, and they run up to eight pounds. And some beautiful fish you guys were hanging. Yeah, I got to tell you, we caught some nice ones. Then when the tide quit, I went up in the shallows and I was fishing over by um, Collinsville, Winter Island, in two to four feet of water for four hours, throwing swim baits. And those fish are bigger. The bigger ones seem to move up shallower and chasing that bait. And we were catching them two, three at a time. And then a friend of mine there called him over and he came down there and he had a ball too. We were just smoking them. Uh, we had Denise thinks we caught way over 100. You know, you you kind of lose count when you do that. But the fisher that we caught on swim baits were probably five to seven, eight pounds. Yeah, let's be more specific. What swim bait? What color? What were you doing? Um, what was a, the what was the retrieval technique? I use a half ounce jig head, and I'm using a five inch white or a pearl swim bait, plastic. Um, and it doesn't matter. And, you know, Denise is up in the front watching me and asking me all kinds of questions. And it's there's a lot to it, you know, when you're in two to four feet of water, how fast you reel. You want to keep that um, swim bait right above the grass because these fish are in the grass because that's where the fish that they're eating, they have to be some in somewhere where they're protected. So they go into the grass. And, you know, actually when we were out there, I, I saw these seagulls milling around. And I and they were kind of false diving, and I, that just tells me right now that I need to get over there. And when we did and turned that live on, it was crazy. Anytime you see birds working anywhere, yeah, it's better than a fish finder. I suggest you move <laughs> towards those feeding birds. Yeah, I saw it happen at Berryessa. There must have been about ten or fifteen grebes and everything oh, yeah. else working a point out there, and we went across that point, picked up two big rainbows, oh, yeah. just bang bang. Yeah, always watch for birds. You know, yeah. no matter where you're at. But the fishing there has just been crazy, and and then I, um, when the water temperature, actually the other day was only 48 degrees in the morning, and you know it's it's a signal to me. And I went after crappie one day and caught over 100 of them things, and they were nice ones too. Well, I, yeah, I gave him a bad time. I said, "Bigger than your hand? Yeah, they're bigger than your hand. But these are bigger than two of his hands." They're that pretty was good it, pretty impressive, and that was all your forward-facing sonar situation that oh, was yeah. enabling that, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, I did a video um, a couple of weeks ago where I went down the middle of the slough because when we had all this heavy water come down, it took all the trees away. So I turned that side imaging on, went down the slough, saw a tree, went back there. It was probably 40 or 50 feet long. I could see the roots standing up, and I could see the the bushes on the top of the tree on the end, and I could see all the crappie in there. Put the boat in there, put it on a spot lock, and Denise and Warren were in the back. As soon as they dropped down, fish on just one after another for probably five hours. Does the do the crappie react to the tide like stripers oh, yeah. and bass do too? Yeah. Oh yeah. Same and then same, soon as it same died, clockwork. Yeah. As soon as it everything that lives in the delta reacts to you the know, tide. You know, that's why I try to explain to people, you know, a fish all its life down in the delta, the tide goes up and down twice a day. And they know when that water they could tell by how pressure, you know, how I know when I'm going bass fishing how close to the bank I'm going to get because when the water's rising, they rise with it. Well, I'll tell you, I learned about the uh, moving water situation fishing with Gravert so many times. Oh, yeah. 
That man would move. He would move to certain spots. He knew when to be there, when the water was going to be dropping through here and having nice current movement yeah. through here, and would bounce around from spot to spot, moving us into the situations. And it actually create. We stuck with the tides, just like bass fishermen do. They'll race ahead so they can have that same water situation Correct. later on. Yeah. See, so in the same day, I but could travel. But most anglers don't do that. No, they, they just go out there and squat yeah. and rot. So you could, I could travel half an hour and gain two hours of tide. Exactly. So I could go, you know, and just keep going along. But you have to spend the a really lot of time. The really nice part is it's all on your Lawrence. Yep. You can see where you're at on the tide yeah. swing, <laughs> yeah. how far it's going, how far it's gone, how I've much been time it's got. I've been downloading every tide yeah. thing there is on yeah, the phones you, lately. When you're out there and you look on your GPS, there's a little square box with a point on one end. That's what way the water's going. And whether it's going in or out, you know, it's really simple. Well, if you have experience in the Delta, you know where those little cuts are. You know where the water's going to be dumping through, and you move to those spots for that current, and you really increase the amount of time you can fish in the Delta. Yeah. You know, when I was down there Wednesday, a friend of mine was down there following me around, and he, he took off, and he says, I'm going to go try the shallow water earlier. So he left, and he put a hole in his boat. <laughs> Well, he was doing opposite of what you were doing. <laughs> well, he was in like a foot, two foot of water, and he was just island, and there was a pipe there. Oh. And he hit it, and it did about five grand worth of damage on the bottom of his boat. Yeah. You know, Charles? <laughs> you know, Been I was, there, done that. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw you a video. You will if you fish that kind of water. <laughs> I saw a video pop up from over a year ago of a boat burning out in the middle of the street the other day, too. Just out of nowhere, it pops up. <laughs> like, oh, that's Alan Fong's boat burning <laughs> yeah. down out yeah, there. Yeah, that was it? mine. Yeah. <laughs> on the way to the boat ramp. Yeah, Bobby, but, Bobby Barrick and I got caught in big break one year in a, in a tournament, a little bit of low water. We we kind of got hung up in there. And oh, I've never I, done that. I, tur <laughs> I, tur I turned an XR2 Mercury into a ditch digger. <laughs> I did that with a Honda several times. It was Larry Viviano's Mercury, though. That <laughs> <laughs> was Mark Blanton's Honda. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've all had those kind of experiences, but this is phenomenal fishing going on out there right now. People have the opportunity. We're talking crappie right now, too. What were you using for the crappie? Were uh, you using anything with thing. blades on it, or is it strictly no, 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 jigs? Just a one sixteenth ounce jig with a any kind of white color. Any brand in particular you um, promote? I use a lot of Strike King. I use all kinds of different stuff. I try a lot of stuff. Um, How about length? Kytex are really good, but they're inch real and good. a half, two inch, two and a half. Uh, one to one and a half. Inch. And do you think white's just a basic great color? White. Is there it's a contrast better. color that works with it? Because yeah, I just opened you know, up, I, I just opened up a box of stuff from Outlaw Baits that's probably twenty years old, and I've got every color crappie yeah. jig known to man. The, I usually look in the water, and if it's, the water's more off color, then I go to darker colors. And the clearer it is, I use more translucent, clear colors. Yeah, I used to use white and yellow all the time. Up There's a lot. I mean, with Claude I, Davis. I, you know, I learned a lot with this board facing. Is that I see the crappie in the trees, and then we're catching them left and right, and all of a sudden they quit. They stop biting, but I could still see them. So what happens is that little jigs fall into the school, and then when you first get there, they just attack it. Then after a while, they'll quit biting it. So then I'll take a, a float and put it up 10 feet, wherever they're at. I see them on a meter, put it on, and then put it down. Let them come to and you. And let it sit there. And I watch them on a live. They'll go up and look, and then all of a sudden, want to eat it. But it has to suspend there longer. So the fish aren't going away where if I didn't have it, I would – leave because i think they left any but scent or anything on them all. yeah are there any is there any scent on the grub at all or no is it... i don't put any on so i don't use scent sometimes you use a little piece of 
something hanging no, on the hook. No, De- Denise and them use those little niblet things, you know, and I told them, you don't need that stuff. No, I'm they talking put about on... little pieces of anchovy and stuff that uh, move yeah, around there well, trolling for the Well, sometimes, like, kings, you need, to, you need to put some of that on there, but crappie fishing, I don't do it. Yeah, they're pretty aggressive. That, but that do you use scent bass fishing? Huh? Do you use scent bass fishing? No. Yeah, I don't either. So the thing Never is, is that that thing that live has taught me so much about fish because, you know, they're still there and you and you're dropping through them, but they won't touch it, and you have to suspend it there. And the only way you can do it is by putting a bobber on there, and then and then it sits there for five seconds and you get one. Well, the live units, and let's just all be upfront. There's quite an investment stepping into that. There's no doubt about it, Lawrence. Yeah, everything is your boat. You buy your boat. Uh, you buy agreed. Your agreed. fishing pole. You buy all those lures. And and today it's hard to find a boat that's out there for less than forty, fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> and you know, just a typical bass boat's going over a hundred grand. I'm sure nowadays, yeah. Yeah. with all the electronics that they add to it. What does three units across the front cost you? With the live, with the transducer, with the ghost. <laughs> if you go, if you went with three twelve, you're looking at three six nine ten. You're looking at probably thirteen grand. And that's with the transducer and everything. everything. Else. You don't need three. You could get by. I, I could get by with one. <laughs> no, I mean you need two. You need two because you need to run a GPS. You need to run down scan. And you need to run forward facing, yes. which is what most of us are running. Well, that's what the boats. tournament Bass Bros will and do. That's why we're running two. I mean, I have one dedicated twelve live just to forward facing sonar. Alan's got that's a friend that's got four. I think he's got three across the front and one in the. Alan back. has Maybe. friends who have more money than sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I run three. I rather, I want two up front because I um, use one dedicated just for my live. Yeah. And sometimes I don't even turn it on. If yeah. I'm in like two, four feet, I don't even turn it on. And then the other one I use for 2D sonar or, you know, mapping. And, you know, they're stacked on top of each other and it's a tool. And, you know, there's times when I don't even turn my live on. Yeah. So well, I've got a unit up front and a unit at back. So what I do is I set one one way and one on the other. So I got it all. I just glance back and go, okay, I'm good. I'm, yeah, I'm running four units. I'm running two, two 12 lives on the console and two on the bow. As a Bass Pro, I could see how that would But work. I've also got it- everything linked. You know, I've got everything with Ethernet cables. So I can run, like if I'm fishing a team tournament, I can put my forward-facing sonar on my back unit as well for my partner who's standing on the back deck. He can see what I see on my forward-facing sonar. Nice. Yeah, I do nice. that. Yeah. So the guys in the back can see. So now he knows why he's in the back and you're in the front. Yeah. yeah but- <laughs> well, you know, boat positioning is really important. I don't care what kind of fishing you're doing. It's probably more than people even think about. But I'd say it's 75% of the game. So there's at times when I'll put more into these where they just drop it down, they catch them left and right, and then the next time I move the boat, so I'm on that spot, and then they're sitting there just watching. So there's a lot to it, you know, um, a lot of people don't understand. So that's why I'm retiring at the end of the month in December. I'm out of the fisherman's warehouse, and I'm going to be doing some consulting, so – I'll go on your boat, or you could come on if you wanted to see what forward facing is all about. You could come out with me, and I'll show you everything about them. When I'm spooning stripers, I could see the fish come in the screen, and and then I'll jig the spoon up and down. And you could see it. it's funny. We just, me and Denise are up front, and she's laughing like hell because you see the fish come and whap my spoon. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, folks, if you haven't seen it yet, it's something that you need to pay attention to. You can check it out on YouTube or you can come to the International Sportsman's Expo where Alan and 
Tom and White Jr. Tom White Jr. from Lawrence will be doing a seminar at the California Sportsman's Theater. And right over at the Bass Tank, what do you got going over there? Well, we'll have Bryant Smith and a few of the other guys talking. Well, he's one of the top sonar. guys. He really there. is. He's one of the top forward-facing sonar bass anglers in the country right now. And obviously going to the Classic and, you know, doing everything there. So he's uh, he's pretty he's pretty proficient with forward-facing, you know, active, active target. And I've also got... Uh, on Saturday, I believe it's all wrapped up. I'm going to have the U.S. Open champ Kyle Grover uh, hanging out with us as well, and Kyle as well, one of one of the premier forward-facing sonar guys. Well, there'll be a, plenty of opportunities for you guys to learn more about forward-facing sonar over at the California Sportsman's Theater with uh, Alan. It'll probably be a little more elementary thing, showing you what it can do, what the capabilities and possibilities are with it. But I'll tell you for what you could do first, folks. Before you do that, get on over to Alan Fong Outdoors. Check out some of the videos that he's already posted about it. You will be amazed with what you see. And then figure out a way to show your wife so she can be just as amazed. So yeah, when you Christmas. go to the show, you can load up on all the goodies <laughs> you want. Or you can stop by Fisherman's Warehouse before Alan leaves, you know, and stop in, say thanks and all that. He's not going to be uh, a disappearing. He's going to be out there. I'm sure he'll be around everywhere and at the store occasionally, too. So he probably hasn't even visited the new Rockland store yet. They've got a new one in Rockland that you'll be hearing all about. The big grand opening coming up here pretty quick. We'll have... All of that will be celebrated here on the show, too. But Alan Fong Outdoors is where you need to be checking things out. No question about it on YouTube. Subscribe to it. He's right on the verge of going yeah, over 10,000 right now. So <laughs> let's get him signed up. Sign up for a subscription. It's free. And that way you can stay on top of all the action. Alan, thanks for hooking up with us live in the studio no again. We always appreciate it. We'll be right back after this. Take care. California's largest sportsman's expo is back. January 18th at Cal Expo in Sacramento. Buy the latest gear, meet the experts, learn about fishing, hunting, boating, and off-roading. See Toyota's all-new Tacoma. This is the place to discover your next adventure, nearby or around the world. Your life outdoors at the International Sportsman's Expo, January 18th through 21st at Cal Expo in Sacramento. More info at sportsexpos.com. Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team? No one makes a more reliable, powerful, and efficient lineup of outboard motors than Mercury Marine. Backed by decades of innovation and leadership, Mercury outboards from 2.5 to 400 horsepower are built to go the distance. Mercury outboards are the ultimate combination of smooth and quiet operation, refined power, and effortless control. Check out the full line at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon. Their trained sales staff will help you select the right boat and the right Mercury outboard for power. It all adds up to the most popular engines on the market today. Mercury Marine and Gone Fish and Marine. For boaters who settle for nothing but the best, go boldly with Mercury. California salmon are more than just a fish. They're a way of life. They're a vital part of our economy, our environment, and our culture. But they're in peril facing tough times. That's why the Golden State Salmon Association is working hard. We're a group of fishermen, environmentalists, businesses, and families who believe that salmon are essential for California's future. GSSA is working tirelessly to restore and protect this iconic species for generations to come. Visit goldenstatesalmon.org to learn more.
And joining us, of course, is our good friend, Mr. Mike Ogney in the Golden State Salmon Association. Sep, quit talking to Kent during the breaks. Good morning, Michael. Hey, how you doing? Good morning. How you guys doing? We are doing outstanding. Mike, there is a lot going on with this weather pattern happening out there. What's this going to forecast for our guys that are out in the salt lately? They're doing great. I just I just looked at the uh, at the uh, buoy report from Bodega Bay just five minutes ago. We have a whopping uh, two knots of westerly wind over an eight foot big lazy swell of about thirteen seconds. It's going to be beautiful today, and. Uh, we're going to see that lump and light winds kind of, you know, hold pattern hold right through the weekend. So it's uh, it's game on. Get your uh, get your crab rings, head on out to the coast. Commercial season is not going to open up for a while, and um, you're going to be able to load on up, I think, right through Christmas. And I, then the commercial fleet will probably be, you know, the, the whales will back off and start to move out to uh, towards uh, Hawaii, and then the commercial fleet will – be able to set gear and it will all get mopped up pretty quickly but uh i don't see an opening until at least christmas time well it's a great opportunity for folks to get out and take care of their crab and no question about that i talked to kimberly Berger on the real magic earlier today and they're doing double trips right now coming back in usually by 11 o'clock or so loading up another bunch and heading right out again those are ideal trips for old guys that don't like to get up early that's the ideal trip that I always get, like to get on. Hell like, yes. Kim, let, me, let me know when you got room in the afternoon. I don't want to wake up and be there at 6. I want to mosey on out and have a cheeseburger in my, in my belly, go grab my 10 crabs and come back in. Yeah, the older I get, the uh, lazier I, I get on the uh, crabs. And it's just a great opportunity to get out. And the thing is up is that um, next season and the season after look really good. We're seeing – a lot of small crabs in the uh, in the uh, pots, and as those uh, crabs mature and get larger, um, and it will take them like one to two years to uh, to move up to that size. But there are a buttload of small crabs um, offshore as well. So Speak- I'm looking forward to the next couple of years. Speaking of buttloads, apparently the McCallumy Hatchery has got quite an abundance of king salmon returning to that hatchery. Rick Powers and uh, Johnny Fresh and some guys were out there just the other day checking everything out. What have you heard? Well, it's a, a fantastic uh, return, but it's it's a one-off. Um, it's not. It, it's the the what, what people have to understand about the the quality. It 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 does not produce any naturally returning fish except in the most wet years. The way that that part of the delta is 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 plumbed, the fish can't find their their way out. They all get all the fish that naturally spawn, um, and and aren't trucked from the hatchery. They don't make it out. They just get sucked down into the uh, delta and get and get pumped south. Um, and it's just the way that the that it, that it's all fixed in there. So they truck all their fish, but it's the it's the manager who's there at that at that hatchery, Bill Smith who has come up with this program of trucking and they never release at the same spot more than two days. And his rule is, is two days on five days off. So they'll never let fish go at the same spot to avoid predation. And they move these fish around the bay to different locations. And when they're released low in the bay, like near the golden gate bridge or uh, Richmond center fell, Tiburon, there's all these different re- release points, and it's uh, making for more and more fish, um, making it out to the ocean, 
and back to the rivers. But that said, the McQualney fish do tend to astray, and they're going to be transferring a bunch of eggs up to uh, Coleman, which has not made its escapement goal. So Coleman is the federally run hatchery on Butte Creek, and they have not made their their mitigation goals. So McQualney is transferring eggs over to them, but those fish, you know, they're already, uh, their DNA, they tend to out-migrate later in the spring. And we want fish on the upper sack that migrate early in the spring when flows are high and uh, muddy. So we're hopeful that we're going to be able to work with the uh, hatchery managers up there and get some of those fish trucked down to Scotty's Landing, uh, which is about 70 miles from the hatchery. When fish are trucked those first 70 miles, they, evo- they avoid most of the uh, predation, and they uh, and they return at far higher numbers. Um, for, for out in the ocean, fish that are trucked down to Scotties, we see 11 times more. According uh, what we're seeing on the uh, on the tag data, just from three years worth of studies, uh, out in the ocean, we see six times more returning to the uh, river. So we're going to be advocating for more and more fish from Coleman to get trucked down to Scotty's just so we can keep seeding um, the upper river because it's the upper sack that is seeing the worst returns under the uh, the current environment that we're going through. Yeah, desperate times require desperate measures. Uh, measures like this would have never been done 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago, would they? No, and it's just and we just keep pushing and pushing and um, the truck fish are, are a great, great thing, Seth. It's the only reason that we've had a salmon uh, fishery over the past several years is truck fish. But it's it's a Band-Aid over the scar that overlooks the, the damage that we've done with overdeveloping water. And what we need to do is we need to get the wild component built back up if we're going to truly save the, the salmon run. And that's that's you know that that's one of the things that the Golden State Salmon Association is working on as well. We're trying to we're, we're we, we look at the habitat, we look at the hatcheries, and um, and the whole component. And uh, the biggest component that is missing right now is the wild run fish, and we got to get that built back up. And the you know and considering how low the fall run was in the upper sack, it was at, it was actually worse than the worst of the winter run returns this past fall. We only counted 111 reds in the upper sack for the fall run. And that's um, that's that's down from tens of thousands. Yeah. Trucking fish, trucking fish to me means that we're going to have a great ocean season. It doesn't mean that we're going to have a great return up the rivers. And that's, that's what I'm – dying for because that's my favorite fishing the salmon in the rivers because i'm not a big time saltwater guy i prefer the freshwater situations and it's just something i hate to see us losing a salmon run like this i know they're going to make it they're not going to ever recreate it the way mother nature had it that's for sure we're too far down the line cross this and, and moving eggs here and everything else it can be put together with the right thought, the right cooperative efforts from multiple agencies. It's a pretty simple effort if someone would just go to well, those don't efforts. don't flush hot water over the top of the eggs as soon as they spawn. That's that is what has killed the upper sack is hot water releases coming off of Shasta in twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one. 
they literally killed over 95% of that run with lethally hot flows, and they knew it. And they knew it was going to happen. We told them it was going to happen, too. In fact, I talked to some people that wanted to be do-gooders and put a bunch of new gravel into the rivers, and I said, you know, uh, this might not be a great year to be doing that, and they held off for a year or two after that. Mike, we always appreciate the Golden State Salmon Association and the things that we're sharing here on the air make people more and more aware of what's going on. They should become a member, and they should listen close to the close of this so they can find out exactly how. I want to thank you for hooking up with us, Michael. We will talk again next week. You can bet on it. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. We really do. Here's the close. Listen close, folks. Golden State Salmon Association, a group working together. Fishermen, charter boat captains, river guides, and people from all walks of life who care, all with a single objective, to restore and maintain California salmon for their economic, recreational, commercial, cultural, and health values. GSSA's ongoing mission is to develop and implement policies and projects targeted to improve salmon survival rates for the benefit of all people, wildlife, and communities. With your help, populations can thrive in our rivers and ocean. Learn more about supporting GSSA at goldenstatesalmon.org. It's not over yet. Stick around for more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson. Coming up next... Lowrance is the leader in marine electronics design and manufacturing, and their new live series of fish finders are state-of-the-art for today's anglers and light years ahead of the competition. From entry-level finders to the most sophisticated Lowrance electronics on the market, Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Manteca, Sacramento, and Fairfield have it all, and their trained sales staff will help you find the exact unit you need. Fisherman's Warehouse and Lowrance Electronics, providing sportsmen with the ultimate high-performance fish-finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lowrance Live and the full line of Lowrance products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location. Quail Point Hunt Club offers sportsmen affordable upland game bird hunts starting at only $80. For pheasant, quail, and chucker on 2,000 acres of natural cover in the rolling hills near Zamora. And their new and challenging sporting clays course is one of the finest in the state. Hone your shooting skills, enjoy the day hunting the field, or start your dog on a training program. Located only 30 minutes from Sacramento and one hour from the Bay Area, Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels offer California sportsmen the best in upland shooting sports. Check them out on the web at quailpoint.com. Now, here's owner David Martin. Good morning, sportsmen. Quail Point's bird season is underway. We're planting pheasants, quail, and chucker Wednesday through Sunday from 8 to 3 through March. Come out and do some day shoots or purchase a bird guard. Quail Point's a great place to bring the family. If you have young kids not ready to carry a shotgun, have them bring their BB gun and walk the field with you. It's a great way to work on gun safety, and it's way more fun than just walk. Take a break off and on. Let them get some shots in, carry some birds in their vest, and get in on the action. If you have any questions, check out quailpoint.com or give us a call at 530 735 Attention all California boaters and water enthusiasts. Did you know that quagga and zebra mussels pose a serious threat to our waters and fisheries? All registered vessels operating in fresh water within the state are required to display mussel fee stickers to help prevent the spread of these invasive mussels. By following the regulations and obtaining your mussel fee sticker, you can play a crucial role in protecting our waterways from these harmful invaders. It's easy to get and it only costs $16 for two years and you're helping to keep quagga and zebra mussels out of our lakes and reservoirs. Stickers can be purchased online at dmv.ca.gov right 
right slash muscle fee or at your local DMV or AAA office. All freshwater boat owners must have the muscle fee stickers on their boats to operate legally on California's lakes and reservoirs. For more information, check out dmv.ca.gov right slash muscle fee. Let's all work together to keep California's waters clean and beautiful. Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass are now live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. Listen to the show whenever or wherever you want on iTunes or any platform you get your podcasts. Ultimate Bass at 5 a.m. and California Sportsman from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. All a part of Seps Saturday Morning Outdoors. California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass, Saturday mornings from 5 a.m. to 8 a.m. and on iTunes. Now there's there's no no reason reason to miss miss a single single show. And now, more California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back, and we have got a second hour loaded with goodies for you. We're going to kick it off in just a second with Captain Jay Lopes from Right Hook Sport Fishing, out sturgeon fishing this morning. Then John Kirk, the Director of Communications for the International Sportsman's Expo, hooks up with us to tell you more about the big draw and the attractions that are coming to the 2024 International Sportsman's Expo, January 18th to 21st. He'll have all the details for you, and Kent and I'll have some extra stuff, too. Randy Pringle's going to hook up with us the Pure Fishing Pro Staff Tip of the Week because Senior Tuna's out on a long range. He'll miss next week, too, but he'll join us right after that to tell you all about his trip. Captain Rick Powers on the new Sea Angler catches up with us about 725 and gets us up to speed on what's going on out at Rittenberg Bank, Bluefin Tuna, crabbing, all that good stuff. And then we're going to check in on the Delta Sturgeon Fishing with Ricky Acosta, find out a little bit about striper action, too. Then Nate, Big Nate's Guide Service. He's supposed to be a Comanche. He might be up there today with the conditions clearing up around here. And Dave Hurley from Western Outdoor News hooks up with us, too. Let's waste no time. Let's climb on board with Right Hook Sport Fishing's Captain Jay Lopes and check in on the sturgeon action this morning. Good morning, Captain. Uh, good morning, Steph. How are you doing? I'm doing well. What are the conditions like out there after I got dumped on, rained on, wind on? It looks like things are kind of clearing up. Yeah, we got good weather, a little east wind, clouds are breaking, no rain, and we're just looking for a spot here to, to get fishing and uh, hopefully load up here again like we did the last few days. Well, tell us, fishing tip. tell our listeners about it. I've seen some pretty impressive photos. Yeah, no, uh, the fishing the last few days has been really good when we find the right group. Uh, yesterday's group, they uh, landed just under 20 fish. Um, it was about as good as sturgeon fishing gets. A lot of mature adult fish, um, some in the range, some way outside the range, and some way too small. Uh, but it was, uh, it's been pretty good fishing set. We've been fishing a range of areas from 8 feet of water to 85 feet of water and they're just fish everywhere and they're on the heavy bite the last uh few days water temperature about the same top to bottom uh 50 55 uh, degrees so it's not bad um everything is uh in our favor you know these fish do like a uh a little uh cooler temp they don't like the warm hot you know hot hot water but um everything cooled down just enough it's their comfort zone and uh they're liking it and they're on the heavy heavy feet so What's the best uh, offering you're tossing out for them, Jay? Uh, we're fishing salmon row, but uh, guys are catching them on shrimp. Guys are catching them on eel. It really doesn't matter. We use what's uh, readily available to us, and that's the uh, eggs. And uh, they seem to like it. And uh, like I say, right now they can't 
they once they get on it, they just don't stop. So it's uh, it's been pretty fun out here testing what? our tackle on our gear. Well, it's that time of season when you got the salmon coming in and salmon wanting to spawn, trying to spawn. These sturgeon know they're in there, and they they like that sturgeon candy. There's no question about it. Give them a little bit of row, and they're going to gobble it every opportunity. Jay, you mentioned you're fishing both up and you're fishing shallow and deep right now. Are these fish going to pack together pretty soon, or are they just going to stay stretched out like they are right now? No, they're going to stick together. Um, this is the time of year when they uh, when they start grouping up, when the water temps start to cool off, and uh, they're going to focus on certain areas um, like, they, uh, like they're doing now. So when the tides get big, they get pushed a little deeper water. When the tides get small, like we have this week, they get pushed out to a little deeper water, and, you know, the bigger the tides, the shallower the the lighter the tide, and then we're fishing a little bit, a uh, um, little deeper water. We like I say we fished 80 foot yesterday to end our day, and it was really good. Well, to end up catching 20 sturgeon in a day is a fantastic day. I've watched my brother catch 14 in front of me one day, and I caught one. But it it is a great opportunity to go out there and catch one of these leviathans of the deep, folks. They're a lot of fun to catch, or even more fun to watch swim away. But you, this year you can still keep a fish right now. So we'll see how everything shakes out down the line. But, folks, you're going to have the opportunity to go out and catch sturgeon. I'm sure there's going to be catch and release sturgeon available to everybody. And hopefully there will be the opportunities for you to keep some fish too. Everything's being finalized right now. It's supposed to have been finalized. Have you heard the final final on it yet, Jay? No, no. We're, we're still a little ways out. But we do have the new regulations in place, which is fine. We are very supportive of what we uh, what we gave to the department. You know, allowing two fish per boat, a little smaller slot. It's kind of nice seeing these bigger slot fish that would have been harvested that are getting thrown back. It's really good to see that happening. Um, but uh, you know what? We're we're all for the change, and I think it's necessary. Uh, but we still need to work on some stuff with the department to to make it fair to everyone, you know, even yep. to the fish, you know. Well, I know we what the, I know what make it fair means. It it means have good, solid, accurate information that you can count on. And unfortunately, they don't really have that right now, do they? No, they they don't have much data on. They do have some data, but it's up to the anglers to make sure you guys report your your, your sturgeon report cards at the end of the year. That's very, very, very important right now. So every fish you catch, make sure you throw it on there. If you have the time to even write down the size that you think it was, that does help them out. Uh, but we need to report every fish we catch and uh, get those fish recorded. And this fishery is, it, it, like I say, it, it's a very sensitive fishery, but we can make it that much better if we all work together here. And I think we're on the right track. Step. That's exactly right. I think there's no question about it, and especially seeing the numbers and the big healthy fish that you guys are catching right now. Jay, give them all the hookup info for Right Hook Sport Fishing so they can get out there and have some fun too. And by the way, yeah, folks, you're going you're gonna to also want to catch Jay, one of the top seminar speakers. He'll be at the International Sportsman's Expo doing sturgeon seminars. You won't want to miss out. Top draw out there, folks, so it's a popular item. Go ahead, Jay, give them that hookup. Yeah, area code 916. 916- Four one seven five six seven zero, and on the web at righthooksportfishing.com. And give us a call. There's plenty of opportunity left. And uh, try to get out before we shut down our shop for a couple weeks um, as we get ready to do our boat maintenance in January. But we still have until the end of the year to make this happen for you guys. There you have it, folks. Captain Jay Lopes with Right Hook Sport Fishing. Give him that phone number real quick. Yeah, 916-417-5670. All right, partner, have a great day on the water. You hang a hog, you let us know about it, okay? 
I will definitely do that. You guys take it easy. All right, take care. Hey, you know, our next guest coming up right now is Mr. John Kirk, the Director of Communications for the International Sportsman's Expo. And it is a big involved show this year. They are really making some concerted efforts to improve a lot of the seminars, a lot of the theaters going around the place. Lots of new features coming, too. Joining us right now is the man himself, Mr. John Kirk. Good morning, John. Hey, Zep. How you doing? Hey, if I got any better, I'd be sitting up in your place right now with you. We'd be having a good <laughs> breakfast. Kind of thing I'm thinking about right now. You know, John, you don't know it, but I've lost about 45 pounds since you saw me last. So, wow. Uh, so, it, does this have anything to do with the show? Sep? No, no, no. I just want everybody to recognize that skinny guy that looks sick isn't Sep. Yeah, it is okay. Sep. All right. But I'm a I'm a bit of a rail compared to what I was once was. I'm not a ball rolling down. I just the want to make anymore. sure you still leave some time about what's going on over in the bass corner. So go ahead. Uh, well, tell us what we got going on. Let's start with the bass corner, John. No. <laughs> let's do that. Well, I, how about if I just add a couple of names here that are going to be on the demo tank with us? Um, obviously, we're going to have Bassmaster Classic Qualifier, the only guy from California fishing the bass. Elite Series set Bryant Smith is going to be there every day on the tank with us. Uh, I know he's coming back for a couple of days with we all these. Get him in the studio. Yeah, too. with all these tournaments coming to Lake Shasta, set we're going to get Greg Gutierrez down to talk uh, Lake Shasta oh, a little G bit. We haven't had down. Double G for uh, for a couple of years. He's had some prior commitments, but uh, it's going to be great to have him. Um, Looks like we have locked up the U.S. Open champ. Kyle Grover is going to be coming up with us, and and then uh, kind of happy to tell you that we have uh, we have locked in for Saturday. Uh, we have uh, we've got him coming from the Bass Pro Tour and the uh, uh, former Bassmaster Classic champ, our old buddy in the big yellow boat, Skeet Reese, is going to be hanging out with Whoa. us on Saturday. And uh, John did not know that, by the way, but uh, uh, Skeet Reese will be hanging out with us. John, I need a little more budget. Uh, but anyway, we'll talk about that. Anyway, he's uh, he's going to be with us, and uh, Skeet's looking forward to it. He said it's like a family reunion when he gets to do the Sacramento ISC show again. It is. And, he walks around. And, and, uh, and he laughed. He goes, he goes, hell, I might as well come and be on the tank. I'm going to be there anyway. Uh, and and he's uh, he's actually leaving literally the very next week to Toledo Bend to uh to go to the uh, bass pro tour so it's uh we, we just snuck in under the under the wire to get him here just also locked up randy mackaby uh from bakersfield and still stick rods and randy's one of the top crankbait fishermen in the country and alan fong will once again be making an appearance on the demo tank and except we are gonna except we're gonna let the longest standing seminar speaker with the international sportsman's expo climb up there a couple of times throughout the show as well Oh, that old man? That guy. Apparently, if he can still make it on top of the tank. But, uh, Good luck with that one. But, yeah, I, guy, only, that I, only, do that, that I only do that so nobody else could catch could beat my record. I figured as much. There I, you go. I would, too. <laughs> That'll teach me for stepping out of the way for a new kid. John, what else you got coming? With some of these attractions, you've got a lot going on. I'm going to tell everybody about the Adventure Theater later on. Oh, sure. Well, um, We've got, uh, for fly fishers, we've got the, the fly pond coming back. Fly fishing specialties is going to uh, host that, which is kind of nice. I know folks have missed that. We've got the fly fishing how-to center, so folks can watch the best fly tires in Northern California tie. Um, we've certainly got the sporting dog arena. Again, we haven't talked about that. That's coming back. Um We've got uh, the youth fair, which we haven't talked about, which is going to take up all of Building C again. We've got some amazing partners in there. Uh, very excited to have that again. Um, and uh, like you say, the Adventure Theater, um, 
we've we've really worked to to get a bunch of new folks in there and new topics uh, in in addition to the folks that that people uh, rely on for California hunting information on turkey, pig, and deer. Uh, we're going to do some other stuff. Um, and duck, of course, and geese. Um, well, you've got some so. great names here. you got Perry Kremens coming down talking California deer. This guy, you know, just for hunting guide service, this guy knows everything there is about it. He's shared information in the past, and he's solid. James Stone, one of the top guides for waterfowl out here in California when he lived out here. He's a great source of information on duck hunting, no question about that. Jeff Smith with CWA, the best duck hunting tips. He's CWA's hunting and education program supervisor. A lot of new guys come in there to do this. Casey Harbor, survival, the will, the skills, all the things you need. He's a Navy SEAL teaching you how you can survive there's all kinds of stuff. Ted Liddy, a guy that I've known for 10 years probably, doing turkey hunting, pig hunting, and those fun types of hunts that everybody enjoys. Henning Matthews is talking sporting clays. You talked with my good friend Gary Pilkington and got this guy set up. He's a videographer, a competitive shooter, and the creator of California Clays Facebook group. 1,700 members there, and i got to tell you, folks, if you haven't shot sporting clays, you're going to want to if you pay attention to these guys. And, of course, Jerry Clark, the personal awareness seminar all about you. What can you tell us about that? He's the training instructor there. Uh, I think all of us have been in the streets uh, and around Sacramento and so many other places, and you've experienced it at the studio set. Um, <laughs> There, there, there. You know, there are more people around that we don't know, and it's hard to say this politically correct, um, but it happens in virtually every city that that um, you know we feel a little bit less comfortable in going out into public, and this includes guys who spend their lives, you know, out on a boat in an ocean or in a forest where a mistake can kill you. Um, these people who come to our show and and are consummate professionals, they even feel sometimes uncomfortable going into the city, and and uh, you know Jerry's going to uh, talk about well what do you do with that if you're uncomfortable do you just go hide no we shouldn't go hide we should learn how to pay attention to the signals and to prepare ourselves and a lot of people you know they can feel carry because that makes them feel good. But there are other techniques, too. And I think it's just like, uh, you know, when you go out and you fish hunt, the more confident you are, the more likely you are to be successful. And we need that in our lives now. Uh, sad fact, but, you know, it's it's, it's, it's it's just a personal awareness. Be aware of what's around you. Be aware of the situations. Don't walk into situations with naivete where you haven't kind of evaluated what's going on. You know, keep. I told Marilyn years ago. I said, "You're a target. You know, yep. you, you you got a purse hanging on your arm. You're not going to run them down and chase them down and beat them up and get your purse back. You're a target. So we need to be doing things together more often. We need to go places together. I don't want you walking around in a store by yourself. Somebody grab your purse, drag it out, drag you out onto it because she wouldn't let go of that thing. So there's there's all kinds of personal awareness that you need to be aware of." And I'd say it has a lot to do with moving with other people. It has a lot to do with avoiding situations that you might feel uncomfortable with. But it's a great right. way to wake people up to what's going on so they don't walk through the world with this naive umbrella over them. Absolutely. But, but John, there's so much going on. you got the Youth Outdoor Sports Fair coming, too. That's a monster event for the kids on the weekend. It is. I mean, uh, Golden Empire Scouting brings, I don't know, three, 4,000 square feet 
of activities, including the uh, um, I can't remember the name, but it just escaped me. The the car races that they do. There's a name for that. Um, but we're going to have daily races, and and that's a big deal, and that's fun. And robotics, and the climbing wall, and of course the the catch and release fishing pond. California Fish and Wildlife will be there with their warm water tanks, so people can see uh, the fish in the in the lakes and rivers close up. And uh, California State Parks is there, and they always bring some simulators and cool things for the kids to do. Cal Fire will be there and probably have an engine that the kids can look at and get their pictures taken with. Uh, and, and a bunch of other groups, um, all with things to do, all free for the kids. And the one thing I did, we haven't mentioned, um, and I don't have the schedule yet, but I want to talk about it um, maybe in the coming week, is the, the kayak uh, theater, um, which is sponsored by Kayak City, a local retailer, uh, really worked on getting a bunch of new people and better topics. And uh, I'm excited um, to, to have that back in the show and expanding too. Well, I'm sure everybody's excited. The International Sportsman's Expo is coming to Cal Expo again in January, January 18th to 21st. You don't want to miss this, folks. Uh, excuse me. It's the largest sport fishing boat show in northern california ah that's true ah. you left you, both of you failed to mention gone fishing marine <laughs> they will have the largest booth there sep no question they about will it. have all the boats there and special financing deals warranty deals and all kinds of cool stuff going on but yes the largest sport fishing boat show in northern california see somebody's got to wrap it up for us thank you yes. john kirk thank you kent brown and thank you all for listening to us we'll see you at the international sportsman's expo you we could just get a dutch oven cook-off going on there except we'd have her made yeah yeah we got support in here from people in the studio on that one be careful what you ask for might have to have oh, a sourdough joke between mr kirk and i all right well let's move it on my friend john kirk we look forward to it and we look forward to talking to you again next week to tell our listeners more about what's coming to the big show thanks guys very much see you john always appreciate it what a great guy we're gonna take a quick no you're gonna do gun owners of california that's right quick. on the white paper not the blue paper that i can't read so yeah, it's either. time to think about christmas gun owners of california has some great ideas for you Gun Owners of California label cigars, premium wines, online firearm training programs, some of the nation's top instructors, uh, and, uh, and a lot of different things for uh, about $30 a month with great services for a secure cellular phone service. But uh, you can also get the 52 Guns in 52 Weeks tickets for 2024, Seb. They make a great stocking stuffer for 50 bucks. You can think about uh, your favorite person you give that to every Saturday morning here on California Sportsman. Winter 48, 2023, Gun Owners of California, 52 Guns in 52 Weeks. Not Raffle is ticket number 547, Philip james of orland california phillips got a remington 700 sps bolt action rifle and Ooh. 300 wind mag nice and uh, they're going to be sending you down to shooters pro shopper guns fishing and other stuff to do all the proper paperwork on that 2023 the 48th year of gun owners of california fighting for your gun rights there you have it folks gun owners of california i'm sure that they will uh, love to sell you tickets for the new 2024 ticket sales period and they're available now just go onto their website tell them you want tickets and they'll sell them to you we'll be right back
Are you looking for the biggest and best fishing opportunities for trout, kokanee, and landlocked king salmon? Look no further than Nate Kelsch of Big Nate's Guide Service. Specializing in trolling techniques with all the latest in electronics, Nate knows the best spots at Berryessa, Comanche, Party, New Maloney's, and more. Hi, I'm Captain Nate Kelsch of Big Nate's Guide Service, and I want to invite you to join me for some of Northern California's best trout, kokanee, and king salmon action, as well as other species. Come on out, jump on board, and let's go make some memories. Big Nate's Nate's Guide Service, 916-860-9180. That's 916-860-9180. If you spend more time telling the one that got away stories instead of showing off giant fish pictures, get to Fisherman's Warehouse and grab some Gamakatsu hooks. Gamakatsu has hundreds of hooks for every technique, and Fisherman's Warehouse has the full selection. Change to the world's sharpest hooks from Gamakatsu, improve your fish catching, and end the lost fish stories. Fisherman's Warehouse in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield all carry a full selection of Gamakatsu hooks for every fishing application. Stop in today or shop online at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Lorenz is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Lorenz offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive Advantage Service Program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 Sonar combines Lorance Chirp with side scan and down scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lorance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lorance.com. Lorance. It's the perfect locator for you. It's time for Pure Fishing's Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. Manufacturers of the finest in fishing tackle and related products. Turn up the volume and listen close. We're sharing tips, techniques, latest innovations, the newest products, and legendary fish catching tactics from cold water, warm water, and saltwater pros. They'll tell you how they did it with a little help from their friends at Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. All you have to do is pay attention and then go fishing. And joining us in the Pure Fishing Pro Staff Tip of the Week is the man himself, Mr. Randy Pringle, the fishing instructor, the guy that owns Best Bass Tournaments. Good morning, Randy. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Boy, there's a loose term if I ever heard it used in this room. Good morning, Randy. Okay, okay, let me hold on. Let's start that all over again. Hey, good morning, yeah. three men. Yeah, that's, now you <laughs> nailed it. Yeah, you good nailed morning. it good there, that's for sure. Randy, you know, with Carson out of the area, it's uh, likely you're not going to be talking about bluefin tuna. What do you got up your sleeve? You know, um, so there we are setting the dang rods for 150 feet, and we're using the 100-pound. I can't even do what Carson does. That guy's so great. Yeah, there's <laughs> nobody better, that's for sure. There's nobody better. But I've got a great pure fishing tip of the week. It's absolutely perfect. It fell in my laps. This is how great stories go. Sitting at my family's Thanksgiving on Saturday last week, and my niece and nephew, uh, niece and her boyfriend have started to go bass fishing and fishing to catch fish. 
And they've never asked me for one thing, which I thought was really, really sweet. But then I let them know that, well, like Kent, you know, we've got more gear than we'll ever we'll ever use. So please ask me. I can make sure you're taken care of. And what they did was they went down to a tackle store. I will not mention the name. And they sold a six foot two man, uh, a six foot six medium heavy bait casting combination rod and reel. Now, pure fishing makes so many different varieties, just like golf clubs. You got different techniques for different things. He explained to me during after dinner. He explained to me that, hey, I'm backlashing. I hate these reels. I hate the rods. I hate the reels because I'm backlashing all the time. And he explained to me what the problem was. Instantly, I know that Alan's already figured it out. Kent's already figured it out. He's overpowering the rod because it's too short. And he's throwing every technique where he's throwing a rubber worm. He's throwing a crankbait, throwing a topwater bait, throwing a jig. He's throwing all techniques with one rod and it's too short for him and it's too heavy for him this is the problem but pure fishing what they've done is they've actually set up the rods to where if you buy an abu garcia in a lot of these rods shoot you know jordan lee will say what's on it and so it makes it a lot easier so a person like that can find out and you've got to talk to the right people these tackle stores fisherman's warehouse got experts all around, and they're not going to sell you a rod that they don't think their self is going to, uh, you know, use themselves. But Pure Fishing has them all, whether you use Fenwick, Abu Garcia, Berkeley, they have it all. When you start talking reels, you can go from anywhere from a $50 reel all the way up to a $400 reel. It all depends. And your pro staff tip of the week is go to the experts, talk to them. And I know when you walk into the store and you're brand new, like my uh, niece and her boyfriend was just call the people, you know, reach out. And I think you'll get a lot more help. And when uh, they're going to be available on Sunday and I'm going to take them over to the fishing instructors, little warehouse, uh, and I'm going to pick out the right product for them and explain it to them. And uh, I hope your listeners are understanding. It's not the equipment typically it's what you're using and who set you up and you set up for failure and i know um, i've been to all of the tackle stores fisherman's warehouse except the new one which they got a grand opening coming up or a soft opening and i know that they've got experts that's the bottom line to the whole thing when you shop at fisherman's warehouse these guys are anglers they're going to get you exactly what you need to get they just didn't get hired for base rate of pay and then with no experience out there. They're looking for good people, and they're bringing them in, and it's working. Randy, I think that's an absolutely great pure fishing pro staff tip of the week is make certain that you have the stuff that matches. You're matching the tackle to the task, and you're matching the tackle to you also so that you can operate it properly. Nobody goes shoots deer in California with a BB gun. Oh, I know. I did as a young kid. <laughs> They, well, they, yeah, just, they just turn their head. On, they now, just now turn their head pellets, and walk like, away. Hey, those new pellets they got can kill a deer. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not talking about the new ones. You know, the thirty-five hundred dollars. Oh, I know what I'm you're talking about. about. I've got one. Yeah, those things are cool. Go to go to people like Alan at the store and say, "Hey, Abu Garcia, 
What do you recommend? I, I can only afford one rod. Get a seven-foot medium, Abba Garcia, and you're ready to rock and roll. Randy Got Pringle. The, it's done. Randy Pringle, the fishing instructor. Randy, real quick, give me your phone number for your guide service. They'd like to get out on the Delta and play a game with you. Hey, you can give me a call in area code 209-543-6260, or you can go online and get the fishinginstructor.com. This week I'm sitting at home getting stuff ready for my Christmas party, or I'm going to be back in the blind next week on Saturday. We'll catch you there, my friend. Thank you much for joining us. We'll talk to you from the blind next week. Take care. You got it, brother. Our good friend, Randy Pringle. Let's go. I hope we've got good cell phone coverage right now. I got Captain Rick Powers with the new Sea Angler on hold right now. That's Ricky Acosta, all right? We're going to put him back on hold. And now we got Rick joining us right now. Good morning, Captain. Good morning, Seth. Golly, you must be sitting at home today. No, I'm not sitting at home. I'm sitting on Rittenberg Bank. We just uh, just stopped the boat, Seth. Dude, you are like you're sitting across the table from me. The sound coming in beautifully. Yeah, no, we got it. We got a good connection. We got beautiful weather out here today, Seth. Uh, no wind, a slight swell. And we're going to have some active fish hitting the deck here any minute. Matter of fact, they're bringing them over the side right now. Some big reds, some big canaries. Just dropping the just got there, dropping the lines down. You go through that dead zone every week. We said, let's try a different time in the show, and this is perfect. You are there. Tell us everything that's been going on out in the salt. Well, I'll tell you, it's been absolutely red hot, wide open rock cod fishing. Excellent quality fish. Lots of big reds, canaries, vermilion. Guy just brought over two big Boccaccio right outside the wheelhouse window. <laughs> so the fishing's been good. We've been traveling a ways to get to them, and the crabbing's been excellent. We go back in and uh, throw the hoops in, and we've just been having a ball. We've had full limits of rockfish, full limits of Dungeness crab every day, and the crabs are big, so it's been great. Now, that's exactly what everybody experiences, but everybody's got the question, what are you hearing out there a little deeper, a little further out? Any bluefin action, yellowfin, anything? Well, you know, I haven't heard of a bluefin being caught for probably the last 10 days, but I have to tell you, the water temperature is the same. Um, I don't know how many guys have been looking, but I wouldn't be surprised if there's still a few taken. Um, it's getting late. But I'll tell you, it was it was good while it lasted. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if there's a couple more fish caught if guys go out and try. Somebody Conditions have not changed that much. Somebody sent me a photo just a few minutes ago of uh, three fish in the air at the same time. Three big tunas. Well, well, I'll tell you uh, what we had out of Vadega is something like I've never never ever seen before. It was phenomenal. Uh, it it was steady, and there were guys out there literally. And, you know, 17, 18 footers catching fish over 150 pounds. So Boy, they're going to take a sleigh ride, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> something like you don't really expect out of, you know, central or northern California. It was it was pretty special. But I think there'll probably be a couple more caught. The conditions haven't changed that much. Where I'm sitting right now, Sep, 59.3 degree water. So, I mean, it's warm, uh, crystal clear blue, and these guys are starting to hook up heavy here. Well, that's exactly what everybody wants. Rick, uh, folks want to get out, give them the number, give them the hookup info so they can get out and share in the great action offered out of Bodega Bay. All righty, Seth. You know, we've got a really good weather week coming up. It looks like it's going to be flat just about all week long. And if somebody would like to jump on board or they need info, info they can reach us here in Bodega at 
875-3495. Fishing and crabbing has been absolutely red hot. Rick, I want to thank you for calling in from the Rittenberg Bank so folks can know exactly what's going on out there and what a great reception. You're going to be in the 7 o'clock hour till things change, my friend. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, if they want big fish, this is the place to do it. This guy's struggling out here. i got to go out and get a gas. And here. if you want a quality me. trip, folks, the new Sea Angler is the boat you want to be on. Make sure you're on it. Rick, take care of your clients, and thanks for sharing with our listeners today here on the show. Thanks, Seth. You guys have a great show. Count on it. Hey, it's time for Get a Clue. Where's the boss when I need her? Get a Clue. Get a Clue is brought to you by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville, your one-stop destination for everything for the great outdoors. The next time you're heading along the Highway 80 corridor, either west to the bay for stripers, sturgeon, or halibut, or east to your favorite lake or place to hunt, stop by the number one fishing and hunting destination just off the freeway, Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville. Whether you're looking for firearms, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, or the latest rods and reels from the top manufacturers, tackle, fishing gear, or bait, you can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue. Hi, this is Marilyn. Hey, we've had so much good stuff to talk about, so consider yourself lucky when you have the opportunity to get out and go fishing. Take advantage of the excellent fishing going on in the bay and the delta, outside the gate, and in the lakes and reservoirs. As always, playing outdoors takes preparation. Play by the rules, have a license, or licenses for what you plan on doing and carry the necessary paperwork. There's always confusion about what's right, so be familiar with regulations and laws. Seasons and locations can vary, and where you've gone in the past may no longer apply, and this creates additional traffic at alternate spots. The main thing? Ensure that where you want to go is where you can go. Get fresh rockfish, lingcod, crab, halibut, albacore, tuna, stripers, trout, crappie, catfish, bass, and more. Book a trip on a party boat or go with a guide. Go where the air is clean, dress for cooler temperatures, and enjoy a stress-free day with someone else doing the heavy work. The variety and quality of fish is unbeatable. Get a clue. Take care of yourself. Stay safe and well. Till next week. You've driven past it for the last time. Now discover California's sportsman store that has it all at the right price. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville. The first floor is dedicated to fishing and hunting gear, attire, and ammunition. But upstairs, it's a shooter's dream come true. With all the top shotguns, rifles, pistols, gear, and accessories you'll ever need, including an indoor shooting range to hone your skills. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff your outdoors destination of choice. Just off Highway 80 at the Alamo exit in Vacaville. Stop by soon or check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. Get a clue. California's largest sportsman's expo is back. January 18th at Cal Expo in Sacramento. <laughs> Buy the latest gear. Meet the experts. Learn about fishing, hunting, boating, and off-roading. See Toyota's all-new Tacoma. This is the place to discover your next adventure, nearby or around the world. Your life outdoors at the International Sportsman's Expo, January 18th through 21st at Cal Expo in Sacramento. More info at sportsexpos.com. 
If your passion is bass fishing, only one radio show has the action, information, and excitement of your favorite outdoor sport. Ultimate Bass, hosted by tournament bass pro and California Outdoor Hall of Famer Kent Brown, takes you live to where the fish are biting every Saturday morning. Only Ultimate Bass feeds your passion with the latest news, products, tips, and advice from the pros. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown, Saturday mornings at 5 a.m. on Sacktown Sports 1140, part of SEP's Saturday Morning Outdoors. Founded in 1958, Daiwa is considered to be one of the best rod and reel manufacturers in the world. And Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores stock the entire line of Daiwa products. That's why seasoned anglers select Daiwa's popular precision casting reels with and without built-in line counters. The Lexa 100 is perfect for trout and salmon trollers. And the Lexa 300 is top choice when trolling stripers and other large game fish. Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Want to see me do a quickie check? That's exactly what we're doing. I lined up a quickie interview. We're going to go jump out in the Delta and climb on board with Feeding Frenzy Guide Service. Captain Ricky Acosta joins us live. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, Seth. Tell us about it. What are your conditions like out there today? Oh, it's beautiful. Had a little bit of sprinkles on the morning commute, and now the sun's shining. Uh, a little breeze, but uh, just a beautiful day on the Delta. Well, what's it stacking up like this week? You know, action out there. We've had a little bit of wind. We've had a little bit of rain come through. Is that good for the sturgeon fishing out there today to keep those temperatures down? Yeah, it's it's going to be good. The water temp's, you know, 54 to almost 55 degrees still, and uh, it, it's pretty much prime time fishing. This is my first day back. We were on vacation for a few days, and uh, we're getting back into the swing of things. But the guys who stayed out here, uh, they've been having just epic days on the sturgeon grounds, and it should continue for the, uh, the next couple of weeks with the forecast. Well, I'll tell you what, folks, if if you haven't had the opportunity, these guys are catching big numbers of fish nowadays. You know, we heard Jay Lopes earlier talk about 20 fish one day. I, I don't think it's impossible for guys to get more than that, too. These conditions are really starting to stack up right now in favor of everything with the amount of bait that's out there with the fish, the salmon entering the system, roe being the dominant thing that the sturgeon are hitting on right now. All of those things work. But, Ricky, there's a lot of people, like my buddy Bob Smalley and his buddy, they're going to be fishing with you on Tuesday for stripers. What are you hearing out there about stripers right now? Oh, that's actually funny you mention that because whenever I get a text or a phone call before 6 a.m., I know it's fishing-related. And uh, this morning at 6 a.m., I get a text from Alan saying that a big school just moved in and he gave me a location. So uh, we're going to go see if they're still hanging around there on Tuesday, make our morning easier if I'm going to have to spend some time searching. But uh, the striper fishing has been good. Um, swim bait, trolling, jigging, uh, or drifting live bait, the guys are uh, they're catching fish. And the... Uh, no, that's not a bite right there. Just a boat. Uh, yeah, the fishing's good. Stripers or surgeon on the Delta. Um, now's the time. And it seems like this year everything's going on a little bit longer. Um, we haven't had any real cold weather. The water's still real warm, and the fish are still biting, and we're working our way through December now. Well, action out there is going to continue, obviously. And the action for sturgeon is going to continue. 
But make sure that, uh, folks, if you're going out there, you're ready for Striper. What is the best thing that you're going to be tossing out there on Tuesday so Smalley can have 100 copies of those in his pocket? That's the way he likes to do business. <laughs> uh, we'll probably be throwing some swim baits mostly. Um, I got a whole bunch of fat boy swim baits uh, made in California, and they have some rattles in the tail. Those seem to work real well. But any soft plastic will work. Um, if you're trying to go for numbers, uh, you know, depending on uh, Bob and his friend, what they want to do, maybe throw some bigger baits some top water. But the jigs have been working real well, too, once you find those fish schooled up in some deeper water. Hey, and just a little FYI, in case you don't know who Bob Smalley is, he's the guy that used to own Smalley's Wholesale, one of the big wagon jobbers that handled tackle all over California up until he sold out about 10, 15 years ago. It's a, uh, he knows his tackle and he knows the business and he knows everybody in it. So you're going to have some fun out there with him. No question about it. Is it just you guys going to be on just the two of them and you? Yeah. That's yeah a, just that, the two they'll, of us. they'll have a great time out there. That's an absolutely perfect trip. Well, Ricky, I got to bail. You know, this was going to be a quickie, but I want you to make sure you get them all the information for feeding frenzy guide service so they can get out there and share in the action with you too. Not to mention, he's going to be one of our seminar speakers at the international sportsman's exposition folks, where you can really get the fine details. Yeah, guys, you can give me a call at 916-214-5074 we're on Facebook and Instagram at Feeding Frenzy Sport Fishing. And uh, make sure you come down to the ISE show and uh, maybe have some free giveaways and stuff like that and a whole bunch of information for you guys. Oh, you'll have free giveaways. We've got lots of stuff coming from the International Sportsman's Expo that they've collected for giveaways, too, at the seminars. It's going to be a great year for folks that take and park their seat at the California Sportsman Theater. I guarantee it. Ricky, thanks for hooking up with us. We appreciate it. Feed and Frenzy Guide Service, folks. Make sure you get on for Sturgeon or Stripers. It's happening right now. Take care, Ricky, and thanks for checking in with us. Thank you, Seth. Roll it. Ready to shop at a well-stocked hunting, fishing, and outdoor store? Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville has everything you need for the great outdoors. Hunting and fishing gear, guns and ammo, and plenty of camo for you hunters. They're loaded with fishing gear and all the accessories and outdoor apparel for the entire family. And now, here's the guy that hears it all over the counter with General Manager Travis Morgan. Good morning, Mr. Morgan. Good morning, gentlemen. How does it go? Travis, if it was any better, you'd be sitting here across from us right now. How the hell are you today? Oh, getting up, moving around, trying to figure out what I'm going to do with my day. Well, I'll tell you what not to do with your day. You know, I was going to, we were going to use a particular store today and really just dump on them, but I've been advised not to dump on a name brand. So (laughs) I'm just going to say that I tried to buy a gun yesterday at Brand X that is not a sponsor of this show in any way, shape, or form. And Brand X turned me down buying a gun. They said well, I had... Why would they do that? I showed them my identifications. I showed them my concealed carry permit information, a federally documented form. I showed them my California driver's license, everything they need to start the transaction. And then at the end of the deal, they said, now I need your second proof of address. And I said, the second proof of address is required when you pick up the item, not when you want to purchase it. And they well, go, yeah, that's but, true, but yeah, you but, already gave them a second proof. Uh, yeah, well, they didn't accept the federal concealed carry permit information as proof, which I thought uh-huh. was kind of irregular, seeing as how they have a full body scan on me, every fingerprint, handprint, palm print, everything else in the world. But Brand X... 
didn't know the procedures. And Brand X had people yelling at him from five lines lined up across the gun department where two people were serving five lines of people, probably 12 or 15. I took photos of it. There were so many people there. But they had apparently implemented a company policy that you had to give them that information when you purchased the gun. Of course, they hadn't told anybody that's interested in buying a gun any of that. So I just kind of walked away, shaking my head, thinking they lost $1,200 sale, and they've lost me as a customer for the rest of my life. I'll never walk into Brand X again and try to get something because they don't follow the government guidelines, the state government guidelines. They implement stuff. You know, I had to make an appointment to go see the gun. I went there three times prior, just wanted to walk up. I had to see that gun, see if it fits my hand, how heavy it is, uh, you know, what kind of balance. That should, have been your, that yeah. should have been your first clue. How many times you ever had to make an appointment to come see me? Yeah, none. I walk into your office and you go, come on, let's go see what I got. That's the way it works. Yeah. That's the way it, he tells me what's on order. Don't buy it now. Wait till these get in. So I just happened to have some gift certificates, you know, some leftover cards from them from winning stuff at past places. So I thought, well, I'll get rid of all these and go buy a nice toy. What a terrible experience. What an experience that I never thought I would experience in my life. But the funny thing is I can go to another one of those stores in the Sacramento area and get it right away, get it all taken care of. It's in stock, all taken care of. And they would take the two that the other store turned down. So it's no wonder that that chain of stores is having some difficulties. Because when I walk yeah. into a place like guns, fishing, and other stuff, and it's not because I'm set, because I see everybody that walks in there, they're all treated the same. They all have the same requirements. You know what they are ahead of time. But I had to have four visits to the store to be able to set up an appointment to touch and look at a gun and then got turned down for the transaction because of store policy that they didn't even tell you about screwed it up when i walk into guns fishing and other stuff those guys are there and they're on top of it they don't like doing the paperwork nobody does i don't even like doing the paperwork but i know it's required and travis you guys compared to brand x are pros at taking care of paperwork well we've handled a lot of it that's for sure you know we've seen a couple of years there we sold ten thousand guns in a year we kind of figured this out how to get it done and I said, our guys are trained, and uh, any new rules that come up, I make sure everybody's aware of them because, you know, how it is. Our government likes to change rules like I change underwear. You know, every day is a different rule. we got to abide by what I'm coming up or hoping to win a lawsuit on and get that taken care of so it won't be more costly to buy a gun because come January 1st, all gun transactions must be uh, video and audio taped. And what that requires is I got to have audio and videotape at every entrance and exit, every register, and all the guns. So Here they are again. The government of California <laughs> cracking down on the honest gun owners and hunters of California. Yep. This and is how they so try to con- all be videotaped. You know, it's got to be kept for one year. Well, I understand uh, that that is cameras from my store. <laughs> I understand that uh, that is also going to be up for some uh, discussion, if not legal action. So we'll see if that goes through or not. Our illustrious governor certainly has passed and signed a few bills lately that he knew weren't going to be any good when he signed them. And he's probably still signing some of those just to make it look good, even though they'll get yep. thrown out as unconstitutional, like so many are being done right now. Pretty soon. That's for sure. A lot of them are getting turned in this. 
we are living in a very interesting time. We got lots of new guns that are actually hitting the roster. Rumors that the roster may go away by January or February. Yes. Hey, I'm, that's it why be exciting. I, that's why I'm going to hold off and not buy a gun from Brand X. I'm going to buy it from my friends at Guns Fishing and other stuff when it comes in, when it gets on the California approved list. Travis, it's all about taking care of the customer. Your competition didn't know anything about taking care of that. I'm glad that you guys are who you are and you do it right. We try, and, you know, we're not going to satisfy everybody, but we try to. And, you know, I'm on my guys every day, all day long. You know, the customer, we got to keep them. They're our bread and butter. Let's make friends. Have a great time with them and make it a good experience when you come into the store. You got it, bud. Thanks for hooking up with us today. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. Guns, Never fishing, and other stuff. You'll find everything you need and more on the shelves of their two big stores in Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road and in Dublin at 6705 Amador Plaza. Don't miss the deals at Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff, and be sure to check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back and joining us right now is the man himself from Big Nate's Guide Service. Nate Kels joins us live. Good morning, Nate. Hey, good morning, fellas. Good morning. Are you at home or are you on Comanche? No, I'm at neither. Uh, my group for today rescheduled for yesterday, so we were out on the water yesterday. Right now I'm actually sitting uh, in front of the gym at my old high school waiting to watch my daughters play. Well, that's good. You got some home time out there. I'm coming across the causeway this morning thinking it's the end of the world with rain coming down and wind blowing, and uh, guys are out there fishing, <laughs> having a good day after all out there. Well, you were going to be fishing Comanche, but what I wanted to do is get a report from you. It's going to be a lot quicker now than it would have been. What's going on at Barry S? I know you fished it a couple of days last week. I did. I went out there, and uh, the lake still hasn't turned over, amazingly enough. Um, water temperature was 57 degrees, um, you know, which usually would mean that the lake has turned, but it is not. Um, there was still bait fish all the way down at 60 feet, 70 feet. Um, there's bait up on the surface, and uh, the fish just are not on the chomp. Um, we, we end up getting five hookups for the day. I fished from the north end all the way back to the dam, and I ran six rods. I had rods on the surface. I had rods down 10, 20 feet, 30 feet, 40 feet, 50 feet. And uh, there just isn't much going on. Um, you know, the, these fish are probably pushed into the back of coves would be my guess right now. And, uh, and you know, pushing bait into the coves. And that really makes them uh, not too accessible for trolling right now. So, you know, I, I think, you know, one more, one more good storm, north wind coming through, you know, nice cold temperatures in the morning. This lake should totally flip and it should be game on. I'm surprised it hasn't flipped yet, but uh, with the weather patterns coming, it's going to happen. And, folks, when all those fish get up on top for a couple of weeks and get active, you want to make sure you're on a seat in Nate Kelsch's boat. Nate, give them all the hookup info they need so they can do just that. Absolutely. Guys, you can check me out at uh, Facebook at Big Nate's Guide Service. Give me a ring at 916-860-9180. Until this bite uh, takes off again at Barry S, I'll be out at Comanche, Amador, Bullard's Bar, you know, going out and, and you know, the, the fishing's been great at all the other lakes. So um, we'll take you out there where, where, the, where the best bite's going on and give me a call and we'll, uh, we'll go make some memories for you. Give them that phone number again real quick. It is 916-860-9180. Big Nate's Guide Service, thanks for the update. Comanche and Barry S action, folks. You might want to make sure your butt's in a boat. Fishing Berryessa here in the next couple of weeks. Nate, thanks for hooking up with us. Talk to you again soon. Thanks, Seth. Appreciate it. 
All right. Well, let's check in with our good friend, Mr. Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News, and find out what other Northern California opportunities he's got to share with us. Good morning, Dave. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. You know, um, it's always funny. It, every time there's a fishing in the city, it seems to rain. And then we have a fishing <laughs> in the day at uh, House Community Park starting at uh, 8 o'clock. Well, so, I'll uh, bet I'll bet it's already cleared up up here on it. What's it looking like out there, Kent? Can you tell? Kind of fuzzy? It's fine. It's fine. We can go fishing. I think it's wonderful. Yeah, it's just amazing. And hopefully it doesn't keep people away. Keep in mind you know, that bass fishermen think it's fine when there's lightning hitting the water on the lake, too. It's As long as it's not right next to you, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you guys are amazing. You know, um, the crappie bite has been pretty darn good in many places. And at Clear Lake, it's just been phenomenal these last couple of weeks. Uh, you know, that's forward-facing sonar and all that has really been a game changer. And guys in kayaks, they've got it well dialed. And they're out there just uh, doing very, very well. Yeah, I heard way. Kent talking to Skeet Reese this morning about using it, chasing crappie around the docks and everything. And, and it works, folks. I've seen the videos. I go nuts watching Fong's videos out there on these things. It's like, oh, there they are. It's a tool. It's and certain, it works. It is a real tool. No <laughs> Learn how to use it. It's a game changer. You know, one of these days, I'm going to have to figure out how to use more than just the graph, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I do think, though, we have to look at a few things at Clear Lake. You know, that uh, mercury from that, that leaching out of that mine might make that 25 fish uh, limit a little bit too much for people that are continuing to take 25 fish out of there. Because uh, I think there is, a, there is a legitimate health concern there and Berryessa as well. Berryessa is actually supposed to be have more mercury in it than... Uh, Clear Lake. Well, you know, one of the pluses about being me is I don't like fish all that much. I like catching and releasing fish, but I really, I could just soon skip fish for the rest of my life if I had to. Yeah, so I think that's something we have to look at. In fact, I'm writing a story on it right now. Just to look at that, uh, McClure's been excellent for McClure. All those motherload lakes are waking up. They're waking up for bass as well. You know, it's been kind of a slumber in the in the some other little lakes for bass, but I, I know John Leasty caught a big one this week out of Maloney's. There was a 13-pounder caught and released out of Eastman, so things are starting to pick up. But I think a lot of that has to do with the trout plants that have been going in the last two or three weeks in these lakes. We've got those fish woken up. Yeah, that'll do it. It certainly will wake it up, and including the temperatures are getting ideal. This rain, you could tell it was warmer last night, so it's going to keep those temperatures down there, not dropping down super cold right now. I, I'm shocked that lakes haven't completely turned over at this point. And maybe they'll never turn over at all. Maybe it'll just be a kind of a false flop. We but, haven't had the real good winds yet. Boy, we did it, Berryessa. That's why yeah. I told Nate a couple of days ago. I said, man, if that wind didn't do it, it's not going to happen. And we're hoping that we get another strong yeah. one. Because I think it's just little bits, little bits, little bits. And we're not just seeing that flop that we usually do. Well, Dave, I'm well, sorry I got a bail. But if you would real you quick tell people how they could get a subscription for Western Outdoor News and stay on top of the action going on out there every week. Read stories and see fish all about it. Learning the techniques from the photos and the advice of great guides. Very easy. W-O-N-E-W-S.com. They have a really great sale right now. You buy one subscription, you can give... Five more for $15, and digital is only nine ninety nine for a year. So things are happening. Go check out that website. That's Thank a you. heck of a deal. Tell them that again. 
Yeah, uh, they buy one subscription for I think thirty four ninety nine, and you can buy five more for your friends for fifteen dollars a piece. So a good place to give Christmas gifts out to somebody. An absolutely great Christmas gift idea. Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News. Thanks for hooking up with us, Dave. We will talk to you again real soon. Appreciate it, gentlemen. Thank you. We appreciate it. Well, there's a lot going on out there, Mister Brown. What are you up to next? Probably going to go fish Folsom tomorrow. Out there, no yeah. rain. Looks like a nice day. That'll be too. good. It won't, won't be too bad. Where are you heading, Mister Fong? Where are you going next? Tomorrow, I'm taking my grandson and let him shoot a turkey with the PCP. All right, it's going to be a great weekend. You got a week coming up with a little bit of rain chances, possibilities, but I would say get out there and play. Have at it. Tight lines, everybody. We'll see you next week. We'd like to know what you'd like to hear on California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass. For more information on fishing and hunting, guided trips, and more, visit us on the Internet at seps.com. California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass, productions of Seps Outdoors Incorporated, leading the way in outdoor entertainment. Join Join us us next next week from 5 to 8 a.m. for another Seps Saturday Morning Morning Outdoors. Outdoors.